Hey gang, what's going on? Welcome to this episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. It is a very spring, April 21st, 2020. I'm looking out the window from my master bedroom and I'm seeing the snow is gone from the uh, Sherwood Park, Alberta landscape, which is so delightful. I think it's going to be 15 degrees Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Alexa, what is 15 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit? Okay, so it's not like California weather, but 59 Fahrenheit, I will take it. Uh, We're going on 30, I want to say 36 days self-isolating. And if you can believe it, I said this with all sincerity to my wife the other night. And this isn't meant to be insensitive. It's just, you know, this is how the brain works. I actually said to her and believed it. I think I'd be okay in prison. And then she quickly pointed out, well, you're not going to have the internet. And I said, I don't think I'd do okay in prison. (laughs) Uh, But these are kind of the weird conversations. Are you having weird conversations now? How long have you been isolating? Let me know. Head over to the Facebook page and leave a comment. I would love to be able to connect with you there. Um, So today, I want to share just a little bit of information about how to deal with information overload. If you're like me and you maybe have an entrepreneurial analytical mind and you love to get to the bottom of things and you love looking at, you know, following the wormhole and things of that nature, well, then you are most likely suffering with information overload. There's a ton of information out there. There's the 24-7 news cycle. There's social media, all the gurus and anti-gurus out there sharing their opinion. There's a lot of blogs. There's a lot of you know, quote unquote, science being thrown at us. There's a lot of the business experts and pundits that are throwing their observations at us. A lot of fear mongering going on. And I know as I've spoken to many of my clients and many of you out there in the DPB gang worldwide, a lot are going, man, there's a ton of information and I'm not even sure where I'm supposed to be starting during a time like this. Well, I thought instead of me just sharing my opinion, about how to deal with information overload, we could actually just look at what I do being an analytical mind, being somebody that thrives following a wormhole to get to the the source, Um, what I do to deal with all of this and how I am remaining uh, incredibly productive and incredibly um, focused during a time like this. Um, So let's dig into that right now. How to deal with information overload. The first thing that is super important starts with my daily morning ritual. And like, this is not a a dig on when you wake up in the morning. I happen to wake up uh, at the same time every morning uh, before the the birds start chirping. That's just what works for me. And I find the older that I get, the earlier I just wake up naturally. Um, You know, and maybe that's just because the older I get, the more I have frequently, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I think Martin Short said at his age, he's in his mid to late 60s, he said the only time that he doesn't have to pee is when he's peeing. Um, so that might have something to do with it. But I wake up around a very a very consistent time every day. I'm at the point now where I don't even have to set uh, an alarm or anything like that. Like my eyes just open and I can be like, I think it's quarter after six, you know, and sure enough, quarter after six or 630 or somewhere in and around there. But it's very, very close and my eyes just kind of naturally wake up. The first thing that I do, whether I'm feeling well or feeling up to it or not, is I open up my iPad. And if I don't have my iPad, I open up my notebook and I write down what I feel grateful for. 
Um, the the goal of this, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, but that morning ritual for me is an absolute staple because it it allows me to to remain focused. It allows me to remain in a state of mind by which I can see opportunities. It allows me to remain in a place mentally where I can truly be of service to those around me because I am not bogged down by the doom and gloom. And so I write down what I'm grateful for. And most importantly, why I write down purpose driven gratitude. You know, we've talked about this on the show, but it's one thing to, uh, it's one thing to talk about or just say, well, I'm grateful for nice weather. But it's a completely different thing to sit there and internalize, like, why do I feel grateful for the warm weather? Ah, because it brings me joy, and I love feeling the warmth on my face. It makes me feel happy. You know, it just takes your gratitude to the next, the next level. And, and again, if you're, you're kind of struggling to see how a morning ritual that includes a gratitude practice or some form of meditation or whatever it is that works for you has to do with dealing with information overload, it has everything to do with it. because. The only way I believe in my experience I can deal with all of the things being thrown at me is to make sure that my mindset is right, that it's in the right place. We've talked about this, right? Uh, it, when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed and you say it's going to be one of those days, guess what? It's going to be one of those days. You always end the day being like, man, it was one of those days. Well, now more than ever, I don't believe we can afford to have one of those days. We have to remain focused. I spring out of bed with like a pep to my step because I'm so excited about all of the opportunities I have to leverage. Um, now that leads into the next step. Okay. So let's call that the, the pre-workout, if you will. That's the pre-conditioning. Um, now that my mindset is right, I can then take some time to fortify and or to validate my focus for the day. Um, there's no way you're going to be able to deal with information overload if you don't maintain focus. What do you need to do today that will bring you closer to your definition of success? If you haven't taken the time to really define success and what it looks like for you and, and what it looks like in these moments, then you're just going to be sitting here reading social media all day and then clicking links and getting stuck and, and feeling completely lost. Like, what should I be doing? You're going to have all these competing opinions and strategies in your head, and you're not going to know what makes sense for you. So you get your mind right, and then you wrap your head around and fortify your focus. When you know what you want with absolute clarity, with absolute confidence, then it's easy easier to identify those individuals and the information that is going to help you get there. Uh, I remember one of my mentors teaching me that um, you need to know who to be getting your advice from. You need to know who to listen to. And in a world of competing opinions, it, you can't do that unless you know what it is ultimately that you're trying to do. Once you do figure out what you want to achieve and what your definition of success is, then you can identify those who have achieved the thing that you want to achieve and can show the way to you. Um, there, there's a lot of people, especially this day and age, it's like some weird, crazy marketing technique where they lead you to believe that they have the answer, but in order to get the answer, you got to 
you know, buy their, their mentor program. And I understand if they really have a proven way that, that, you know, that, that course is going to be worthwhile. But, you know, on the side of caution, I've invested so much money into these courses and you don't get any more clarity and you don't get any more information because they're designed to bring you to the next upsell. Um, I've found in my true mentors, it's just, it's somebody who is doing something or has achieved what I am wanting to achieve. And the only way they find joy in life at this point is by sharing the knowledge, by sharing their wisdom. And if you don't think there's people out there, there absolutely are. You just got to keep your, your eyes open for them because you might meet them in the most unlikely of ways. Here's a perfect example. Um, you know, when my wife and I were married for maybe four, five, five, six years or maybe five years, um, I, I learned that success breeds success, right? And in this, this course I was doing, it talked about how I needed to make a list of all of the people I could think of that were successful in my opinion. And I couldn't think of it. Like it was my family doctor and it was like, cool. The only person I know in my atmosphere in little old Vernon, British Columbia, Canada is my physician. Well, this, like the dude's 80. You know, and, and I'm not discrediting his age. I'm just saying like, I'm 20, you know, 29 at the time or 30 at the time. I'm not going to, this doesn't make any sense. How, how does this work? Um, but I kept an open mind. I wasn't focused so much on how I was more focused on this will work out. And I will come into contact with, if I keep my mind open and I truly define what it is that I want to achieve. Something will happen. I'll, I'll meet somebody. I'll expand my network and I'll come into contact with somebody who can teach me the way. Well, you've heard me talk about this individual uh, a couple of times on the podcast in the past um, in the most unlikely of ways. I visited one of my clients who brought up you know, making money, like passive income on the side and all these sorts of things which led me to Amway and everyone was like, Amway, what are you doing, man? That's the biggest scam. Well, I kept an open mind. Amway brought me to a gentleman named Jim Jans, who is one, in my opinion, one of the most successful people on planet earth, the happiest carefree, worry free individual who's made more money than he knows what to do with, but that doesn't define who he is, who just, it was so extremely excited to impart wisdom and that helped me gain clarity on what it was that I wanted in life. I wanted to be a helper. I wanted to serve. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be worry free. I didn't want to have to worry about money. I wanted to be able to, you know, reallocate all of the energy that many folk that, that many utilize worrying about money to be able to help others. And I found it in this guy. Well, if I kept a closed mind, I would have been like, Amway, screw that. That's the biggest scam of the 20, 20th century. And that wouldn't have brought me to Jim Jans, you know? Uh, and my life has been impacted tremendously because I've gotten to know him. Now, you're probably wondering, do I still do Amway? No, I, I don't still do Amway. And there's, there's reasons for that. And it's because I realized that my first passion was doing what I was doing, building my business in my agency and, and being able to help the dealer community and leverage all of the relationships uh, that I had been leveraged up to that point. But but I'm, I still have this relationship with Jim and it's because of an unlikely way of meeting him or coming into contact with him that 
it has had a tremendous impact on my life. So you need to know what you want so that you can seek out and or come into contact with and or build your network of individuals who can offer you experience-based wisdom. Wise people learn from experience. Super wise people, you learn from others' experiences. Okay, so that's that's kind of two, three things into into um, how to deal with information overload. First, getting your mind right, daily gratitude and goals. Second is identifying your definition of success and identifying what it is that you want to achieve. Third, picking your sources. Who do you seek wisdom from? Okay. In all honesty, that's kind of the three steps that I follow daily, weekly, monthly, yearly to ensure that I maintain focus and am doing the things that matter most. You're not going to be able to do everything. However, when you look inside of your dealership or inside of your business or inside of your life, inside of your family, if you don't know what you are working for, then anything you do will have you know little to no consequence there won't there won't be a measuring stick and so as i focus on those three things i'm able to deal with information overload because it allows me to quickly identify what aligns or what maps to my definition of success what will enhance my focus or what will completely distract me all right, pros, that's how to deal with information overload. I hope you're getting a ton of value. Make sure you go and follow uh, me on Facebook so that we can connect. I love seeing your messages and your comments. If you have a question for me, go ahead and DM me on the Facebook page over at facebook.com forward slash dealer playbook. And of course, if you want to keep up with all of the episodes and the free resources that we're handing out almost every single week here, uh, as far as ebooks and all those sorts of things, go over to thedealerplaybook.com. Till next time, keep the playbook open and dominate. Catch you tomorrow.